This is the K-Pop Guest. I'm your K-Pop DJ, DJ Pulo, and I'm joined by our East Coast producer, Ariana, in the building. Hello, <laughs> I'm here. Not exactly in your building, but I'm here. And today, <laughs> we'll be talking about A-Ping's Ng Ng, or Percent Percent, <laughs> letting you know if this song is Taebak or not. But first, let's discuss our hit replays. Replay, Hit replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. So tell me, Ariana, what's your hit replay? Oh, God, this was actually a really hard one, but I had to go back to last week, week before, and I had to bring up my bays of TVXQ with their song, Truth. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, so first of all, it's their 15-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So we got 15 years of these boys, and they actually performed the song on their 15th anniversary of their debut on the same stage, which I thought was really cool. And we got a really good jazzy jam for this one. Um, I like to describe this song as being as smooth as the boys' choreo is in the video. <laughs> Perfect word choice. Yeah, exactly. I really like the little scat break near the end that turns into a mini dance battle in the video. It's like it perfectly in sync with each other. And every time it gets to that part of the song, I get really excited. More importantly, it inspired me to find a mustard colored blazer for my boyfriend. Because oh. if it's the year of mustard, I'm here for it. I am the same way, Ariana. Like, yeah. I am so for mustard, but my wife won't let me get anything mustard colored. So maybe <laughs> I just need to show her. Just show her the video. Yeah. Mustard pants and a mustard blazer. I wouldn't put them together. Okay. They did show us how to dress it. Okay. Every time I watch them, I just think to myself that like I hope every boy band ages like this. You know, if there's anyone to deliver that smooth, jazzy jam, it's mm-hmm. GVXQ. Mm-hmm. They're just really killing it. I, I'm so glad that they're back. What about you, Mr. Pilo? All right. You already know what it is, Ariana. <laughs> I knew what it it's, was when it came it's out. It's Chunkha, <laughs> one of my biases. And of course, it made it my hit replay list. But what made it onto the hit replay list for this week is because of that sexual tension. Oh, yes. And <laughs> you're all kind of like, <laughs> what the hell, right? But if you look at the lyrics, they speak to a first date, which has gone all day and through to the late night. And as the clock approaches midnight, Chung Ka says she's tempted to give into temptation, but must leave because if she's there for just a minute longer, she'll lose her control. (laughs) So I think we all know what she's talking about. She doesn't want to give it up too easily. She wants to, you know, make sure that she stays wanted. I just like this idea that you have this full story about this that I imagine you dream about sometimes too. Maybe, <laughs> but I, I honestly believe in this tension and you hear it in the song so well, especially in the chorus. I also want to say it reminds me of another collab piece that we have seen before 
uh, Wow Thing starring Soyeon mm-hmm. and a few other girls. But Chung Ha was also <laughs> a part of that song. And in the music video for Wow Thing, there's a specific scene where Chung Ha is sitting in front of a clock, and that clock points to midnight. So who oh. knew this song would be a sequel to Wow Thing? Oh, yeah, like gotta get out of those theory books and yeah. write it all down. No, more for the theories. <laughs> and by the way, I meant a pumpkin. She'll turn into a pumpkin at midnight. I don't know what the rest of you guys yeah. were thinking. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing too dull. <laughs> all right. So moving on to our Daybok or not for A Pink's present present or ung ung. <laughs> I actually haven't been able to say it correctly, I think. Yeah, I got to be the first to confess that we're very likely mispronouncing it on this episode. So I apologize to all you actual Korean speakers. Well, and I don't want to do it like the girls do it in the video because it's very cute and sexy. And I feel like I can't do that. (laughs) It's like, and I was like, oh, no, I can't. That sounds very different. (laughs) It was a really good thing that everybody knew what it was ahead of time. Because when I looked at this video, I was like, percent, percent, what the hell? hell does that mean like what's happening here i just thought i thought somebody was messing with me and i was like did they just you know when um you type something up and it comes up incorrectly when you upload it to something i assumed it was that ah no 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 everything is by design ariana yeah i was wrong um so that yes tell us tell us what what they mean you you know better about what the percent percent means you tell me exactly what's going on with those so tldr on that percent percent and what that means it's the the character for percent, if you just sift them like, I don't know, 90 degrees to the right, like even you have a circle yeah. or 45, sure. Yeah. Like 45 degrees to the right, you have like a circle, a bracket, and then a circle below. And that's the Korean mm-hmm. Hangul character, which translates to yes or okay in English. So it means like yes or uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it's pronounced ung ung. Mm-hmm. So the use of ung ung, mm-hmm. the character turned sideways as percentages shown in the music video. Yeah. So you told me that. And then I waited for DKDKTV to drop their explained so I could understand more about what that would mean. Basically, they were talking about how um, the girls were saying that the percentage was like a new meaning for them as a group. And then instead of having like a one through 100%, by defining themselves as a percent percent, they're like defining themselves as limitless yeah. in their ideal type or destiny. And I thought that was really cool. And, and that's so appropriate for where they are right now because they've gone through so many different yeah. concept changes. Yeah. It's like, we're no longer AU. We are limitless. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is they're saying we can always go back. We can always do things where we no longer have a specific concept that you guys are going to expect. Yeah, we're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Well, and then I thought it was cute that they also are hoping that they're in chats. People are going to start using the percentage to refer to. Mm-mm. And I thought that oh, that, that was totally such good business happening. sense. Right. Yeah. 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 Because that anytime you see that in a chat, you're going to want to go listen to the song. Mm-hmm. So it's such a great tie into it. But yeah. The title is says so much. And then, like, diving into the lyrics, these lyrics are awesome. The song is such a, like, p- 
positive message for, especially for women. A lot of what it's about is we should not just date anyone and you should really make sure you're choosing someone you deserve. Don't just date to date. Find somebody that you want to be with. I found in the Billboard article about this. Oh, is it Tamar's uh, Billboard article? Yeah, Tamar Tamar Herman. Herman. She actually linked to Yonap, which is, I guess, a news program mm-hmm. i don't know but basically namju from the band said the lyrics and i'm so sick finally declared an end to an estranged lover and in percent percent <laughs> the lyrics say i have been there and i will not give in to loneliness until i find the right man i want and i thought wow like what a statement it's really rare that you find a song that says i find strength in loneliness because it's better than settling. Oh yeah. We got that earlier this year with like Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. So where does this take that? It's saying like, I would rather find myself and then find what I want than move on to something that I I don't deserve. Yeah, it's about getting what you deserve, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not settling for, well, this dude is available. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I don't know if you've been there already now where you, sometimes you're like, you're with a friend and you think to yourself like, oh God, she could have done yeah. better. Like, yeah. I think that about a lot <laughs> of them. This is, <laughs> this is an empowering message, you know, it's against the, <laughs> the stereotypical yeah. Korean patriarchy and it, it brings strength. Yeah. And it's so interesting that this comes from A-Pink who, when I think yeah. of A Pink and their legacy, you know, so much of that has been defined by Egyo. I think mm. Egyo, by its very nature, sort of empowers the watcher rather than the girls themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because they're kind of like Egyo means like, oh, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm cute. Yes, and I'm here to be like, you know, saved, right? And. Mm-hmm. and because I don't know any better, and I'm ditzy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So for that to be completely different meaning, now this like. A pink 2.0, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think is great. Well, and I think that they're still cute. You know what I mean? Oh, like that's this true. is not yeah. this is not a super sexy concept. This is something different. This is sensual for sure. There's something sensual and about how they're dancing, what they wear, yeah. how they look, but they're all still and if you notice, all of them are, for the most part, in their own rooms, doing their own thing. And that's what we see in a lot of Eggyo videos, is girls being by themselves in their cute room. And in this way, they're there, but they're also, like, trying to figure themselves out. Sure. You know, there's something else a little bit deeper. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. It's like, A-Pink, in interviews, for them talking about themselves, they say that they have an innocent but confident charisma, mm-hmm. right? So they have that innocent charisma that allows them to be both cute you know that innocence Mm -hmm. that you get with a lot of cuteness but confident at the same time Mm -hmm. and it's that innocent confidence that what's really different about Mm A-Pink sure we saw a big difference in I'm So Sick but even more so in this version it's that confidence that I see coming out Mm -hmm. not that A-Pink was ever unconfident in their Aegyo days but mm-hmm. there's a couple members that perfectly embody that spirit of innocent confidence. I'm specifically referring to Unji and Nahun, who totally bring that mm-hmm. at home with the looks that they give the camera. They look at the camera and they pass looks that say, hey boy, I'm in control. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's like, I'm not going to go with you just because I'm lonely or because I'm single mm-hmm. and I need a boy. It's like, I'm not yeah. going to settle. And I'm in control of what I get to do next. Well, and then that goes into 
what's actually happening in the video, right? Throughout the video, the girls are in their rooms. You don't really know, like, they're they self-reflecting. What are they doing? But you see them all holding items. Yes, yeah, so many items. And it's like they're collecting all these items. And I thought DKDK TV did a really good job mm-hmm. explaining in their Explain series <laughs> that each one ties into something that would be ideal in a relationship. So it's not just a hand because it's some guy's hand. It's a hand to hold, right? Oh. The blood bag is being warm-blooded. The croissant, he said, he said in the video. <laughs> the croissant seemed to be the most non sequitur out of all of them. Yeah, because right. Because like was, senses and parts of a what body. What are you going to do with that? But to me, like he said in the video, it's like, oh, she wants to go to a cafe. I was like, no, she wants a guy who has a healthy appetite. Like, that's what I want. Like, <laughs> I want to I go out and eat. Like, but you know what I mean? Each one is like representing for like what is ideal in a relationship. Not just what's an ideal in a person, but what's ideal for somebody to have in a relationship. Yeah. And represented in a person. It kind of reminds me of Taeyong's like eyes nose ears lips yes exactly qualities. well for the longest time i couldn't figure out what that circle was and i was like oh it's an eye inside oh and then i just kept going i still don't know what one of those items was i couldn't figure out what it was oh, at all bedazzled um, ear or yeah the, oh no the bedazzled ear i figured out it was like a circular thing that had a circle on top i don't know what it is i never saw anybody else talk about it so maybe it didn't matter Maybe just a backdrop. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then basically the idea is, is once they've picked their item, they hand it into this like window in their room or this little section in their room. And then on the other end, Unji and Chorong pick them up, put them into this pink liquid and use alchemy to bring all the ge- <laughs> item, items together. And it makes one perfect heart, which they put on a suit, which turns into, I guess, a man one day. Or, or you know, ideal like, man, right? Like they've, they've yeah, chosen the their ideal. perfect qualities and it's that. And they did it together as a group. <laughs> Through the laws of equivalent exchange, they've, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Throughout all yeah. these sets. It was so pink. Yeah, it's so pink. <laughs> and I mean this in the best way possible, but through mm-hmm. the color contrasts and the pink polish throughout, it mm-hmm. almost reminds me of Red Velvet or an EXID music video, which is so ironic because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this group is literally called A Pink. <laughs> yeah. So Well, and for me, it reminded me actually of Blackpink's Whistle. Mm-hmm. The so like there pink. was so much pink in that video, but also there's the the way they transition things where they would take a camera and go from top to bottom into and then it would it sink into another scene and then they would do like another scene would open up into another scene and I thought like wow, that reminds me so much of of Whistle. But the difference here is that like whereas Whistle like they were really cool shots, they were kind of disjointed scenes like you would go from like the girls being in a car to being on top of the world mm-hmm. and you're like okay but this very specifically is a storytelling right it it's, everything ties yeah. into each other yeah. yeah it felt very like calming to watch because it was going even when it was doing the transitions it went into something that made sense to go with next yeah but, and, and let's yeah. applaud some of those transitions for example there was a mm-hmm. moment where you saw a rose or a flower mm-hmm. you know what what is it um, like unfolding right and then it yeah. uses that same unfolding animation and it transforms into a dress into the next scene yeah. so it was a very logical coherent yeah. you know, blend of transitions yeah well even though the beginning of the music video doesn't always start with the same level of aggression that you might see from BTS <laughs> I was really persuaded and could appreciate the charm and smiles of the girls from that first beat, the way they all roll out to the side 
that was a nice part of the mm-hmm. choreography that I could appreciate about this yeah. song. I actually wish we could have seen a little bit more of the dance performance. Choreo. Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't, it's not the focus in the video. So it's kind of hard to judge if it's good. I can't wait to see what a performance looks like because I'm interested to see if it's good choreo. But I also liked not having a full performance video for this one and just really getting a chance to like see the girls. And the story and the visuals. In the yeah. story, yeah. Yeah. So even though the dance choreography wasn't a core part of the visuals and the music video itself. There's just one point, especially it's at both the very beginning of the music video and at the very end of the music video. There's a point during the instrumental where you hear this pipe-like glass sample. It's like do 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 do. And during that initial introduction of that sample, you see the girls doing the sort of like cutting like dance, which without the song would look probably very ridiculous. But mm-hmm. when you see them do that choreography and you hear that sample done together, it makes me, oddly enough, appreciate the audio sample a lot more. It makes it mm-hmm. like it, it's almost as if I've had the song visualized through their their choreography and and as Mm -hmm. choreography should always do that but in this case it was the choreography that made me appreciate the music more it's it's sort Mm -hmm. of like an inverse way of appreciating the the artistry of Mm k-pop on that note the music definitely builds intention and i'm most Mm -hmm. notably in the pre-chorus so right before the drop you can hear this like booming bass and you've got the, the rising percussion. And right before the drop, could have gone in two different directions. It could have been a dope ass trap banger clanger. <laughs> or it, it could just maintain the beat that we heard in the intro, like verses, yeah. and, and keep that four on the floor beat. And, and that's what we end yeah. up getting for the most part. I mean, would you have expected a dope ass trap banger for Aping? I wouldn't be surprised given their concept changes. And I'd be lying if I wasn't just slightly disappointed that it wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. But that still said, like, uh, Black Eyed Pillsong. He delivers on this, and mm-hmm. it's. I'm, I'm speaking to like our DJ crowd, which is like all two of our like listeners, but <laughs> all two of you DJs who are listening to the K-pop cast. This song follows a percussion style from one of my favorite remixers, DJ Mike D, and he does all these mm-hmm. sort of like top forty remixes, and he's known for having this uh, very specific sort of like percussion drum sampling, and you get that in this. It's a percussion drum sample that makes you kind of like bounce like you kind of want to like mm-hmm. keep bouncing in place as you're listening to the song and for this song ung ung i get that mm-hmm. same bounce in the percussion yeah i think for me the main thing is that it still tracks that um i'm calling it cute sensuality <laughs> it tracks in the in the music as well right the top part of it like the very top of the song it actually reminded me of I would say another sensual turn from a girl group which was Red Velvet's Bad Boy at the very top of the song you hear this like growling mm at the top and it goes mm. <laughs> and <laughs> that sounded so gross and I apologize to all of our listeners but that's the best way to describe it and then it's followed by like some notes of a synthesizer but that reminded me of the beginning of Red Velvet's Bad Boy where they have the synthetic steel drum at the top where it's like dun 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 they had something similar to that and the girls during Bad Boy are like oh you know like they have their little things at the top and I thought that that was interesting that both have these pieces 
while one uses, I would say, Bad Boy probably uses the steel drum, this one's using probably an, like almost like a Casio sound. They both give a different personality here, right? Bad Boy, the opening is really sensual and and the tones are lower and it's a, a slightly more um, well it's got plucked it, it's got plucked synths yeah and it's got it's an R&B song bass yeah whereas A-Pink's has a, this, these higher more playful tones it's also a faster tempo and, and it's a faster tempo and I think it's like it's a similar opening for both songs but they're both going in completely different directions <laughs> You know, one's an innocent charisma, one is a sexy R&B. One is smooth and velvet. This yeah, is exactly. confident charm, innocent yeah, charisma. Yeah, I wonder if we can pick like a, uh, we, if velvet's like a, a, like a type of fabric, if we could pick a fabric that goes for innocent charm. Is there one? Like fleece? Does fleece work? I, I am not thinking of like safe for work fabrics <laughs> as you asked that question but <laughs> okay yeah we should stop that part i also just think it tracks also with the vocals here we uh-huh. have it they're a little bit breathier a little bit quieter mm-hmm. and light mm-hmm. whereas i feel like in i'm so sick they were a lot stronger and so you know that they have those vocals right you know they have really really strong vocals and we see pieces of it in the song but they hold back just a little bit to make it a little flirtatious and so I was saying like to my I, I was trying to describe it to my boyfriend and he was like well it's not aggressive it's inviting yeah right it's it's this inviting like come here come hither and again and I'm sorry just keep harping on this innocent charm <laughs> yes but in a way that they're still in control the girl yeah. gets to decide what that move is yeah. going to be. I will say that for me, though, the one thing this song is really missing is a catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. I felt personally like I'm So Sick has that e- earworm quality. Uh, I sing that like, <laughs> I, I know we're going to disagree, disagree yeah, on this. Yeah. I know. This has got to be the hill I die on. Every time I listen to this song, like right now I'm thinking about it, but every time I listen to this song five minutes later, I have I'm So Sick stuck in my head for hours afterwards. And I feel like there's like... It's got to be like just where it hits for me because this one is just, I can't remember it five minutes later. <laughs> well then, you're not wrong in that the chorus for Ung Ung is like B plus territory. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of overall catchiness of chorus, not completely there. However, however, Ugh. it's that sample. And I, I think you were referring to it as like a Cassia, Cassia synth for that sample, the mm-hmm. sample that's on loop throughout. Yes. It's just the melodic nature yeah. of that sample. And this, it, this goes to show our differences. You're the DJ, I'm the singer. Okay. And so like I'm so sick has that singing catchiness. And then this one has the like beat catchiness. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? So I and, like and, and yeah. it's just for the instrumental part of like yeah. so the chorus it has like, okay, you've got the lyrics and then right after the lyrics and then you have the the rest of the chorus, which is just strictly the instrumental. And it's that latter yeah. half that I love about this this song. It's the combination of the sample that we refer to and again, the style of the percussion that is not just your usual four on the floor beat. Yeah, it's, it really is 
and this it tends to be the way I go for most things. I'm like, if I can't sing the chorus, I tend to lose. I'll forget about it faster. I do think that this one will stick a little bit more just because I think it's one. I mean, the video is phenomenal, but also just because I think there is a little bit of excitement in the song and it's something different. But yeah, I'm so sick of still still my jam. And I, I was not on that episode that we did. And I was yelling at the while I was listening. I was like, no, you guys don't get it. <laughs> Earlier, you mentioned that like there was like two ungs, right? There was the, the sensual yeah. sound. But you know, there, there was other times in this song where they played off of the natural melody mm-hmm. anyone would have when just using saying in conversation. So when you yeah. say it, it has like a mm-hmm. like a, a very simple like you know dip dip yeah. right in, in the the melodic nature of just saying it in conversation. And Black Eyed Pillsong took that, and mm-hmm. you can hear it. It's usually at the, right at the end of the chorus. Mm-hmm. I think the strongest example is when you go right to the very end of the song, and it's for that drop, mm-hmm. and, and like the the music stops. You hear them go, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what echoes and reverberates out and like it it's all yeah. built off of that phrase which is the central core to this song and concept yeah. overall yeah i do think that that's going to be the part that sticks with me the most is like Ugh. like it's just and they all do it differently and i think that's really cool that they each got like their own little take on that sound yeah so let's turn it over to our a pink panda it's Jacques, <laughs> freelance writer for k-pop number of other different places he's also great on on twitter be sure to follow him at at arcady blog on twitter so he had two things to say on the concept jack rated the concept of five he said a pink have always had gorgeous styling and music videos but this is their best yet they've really matured in their image in an organic way and they totally pull it off perfectly their new concept is artistic and a little quirky like red velvet but super feminine and chic like Kara, I can't think of another girl group who have successfully changed their sound and image this late in their career with as much success as A Pink has. Yeah. Completely agreed with him there. On the music, Jock also said he rated it a four. And he said, My favorite song last year was April's Oh My Mistake with its addictive 80s synths. And now I've got percent or for 2019. Despite the retro synths, the rest of the song is modern and chic. The cute ung ung on the chorus is a really fun touch that makes the song pop. And he pick pops in all caps. <laughs> I also love the song's melancholy vibe, like tears in the dance floor. Oh man, mm. melancholy. That's another part of the song. Yeah, they say melancholy a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it because that's where they're talking about I'd rather be in my melancholy state than settle. Happy, yeah, be to settle. Because then you're just going to be melancholy in a relationship. Yeah. You know? True that. I always like the word melancholy because melancholy really isn't sad to me. It's more like living in. I guess the best term is living in truth in a lot of ways because like you have a touch of sadness but you also get the other side of it a little bit yeah I love that they use the term melancholy throughout this song and to quote a pink this is a song about a woman who's gone through multiple love and breakups it is this woman Mm -hmm. who is able to quote unquote real recognize real which I think is probably a Mm -hmm. Korean thing that doesn't completely trans over to English exactly but it's like you've been through it before 
and you know and it's like that's not a path that's not a mel that's not a reality taking your point from a melancholy that's not a reality worth going down yeah because you know what it's like well yeah and then i'm so sick they showed us what it was <laughs> exactly <laughs> you gotta get the hell out of there <laughs> and as a dj even though these songs are just ever so slightly different in tempo they are two good songs to juxtapose together on mm-hmm. the dance floor yeah that time you heard uh, jock scores he gave it a five yeah. on the concept four on the audio how would you rate it ariana i'm actually gonna go with a solid 4.5 on this one i legitimately love this video and love this concept a lot not a lot bad to say about it so how about you pilo it's a four on the concept for sure for all the reasons we've described so far and 100 with jack yes this is like the perfect transformation of a group and style change and they pull off perfectly. And mm-hmm. to quickly cover off on the audio, it is also a four for the beat. It is catchy AF. Oh. It is like hella debak. Like it completely passes the bop threshold. <laughs> like there's a threshold yeah. for a bop and it is well past it. <laughs> I'm going to be a pain and I'm going to actually go for a three on this one. Now, that's not bad. I don't think that's a bad score. I just think that this is room for improvement. I made the mistake last year of rating Look From Got Seven super low. And it became one of my favorite songs last year. So I think that this one might grow on me. I'm still rating it against I'm So Sick and I like that song better. All right, Ariana. We've discussed the meaning, the message, the concept, the choreography, the music, (laughs) and other musings about the song. Is this song... Tabak or not? Yeah, it's Tabak for me. Yeah, I think it's definitely Tabak for me. And of course, resident A Pink Panda Jacques said, "Quote: Of course, it's Tabak. It's the perfect follow-up to <laughs> I'm So Sick, and I'm so glad A Pink are getting new fans thanks to their new concept." Totally agree. <laughs> So that wraps it up for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. You can always chat with us on Twitter at the K-Pop Cast. Or you can shoot us an email with your constructive feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com. And on this note of listener feedback, we had some great listener and community highlights that we wanted to share. Shannon from AMA K-Pop agreed with us completely on A-Pink's saying, quote, 
it's so extremely tebak in all caps and then so many emojis yeah, and, and, and the hearts and panda emojis as well because it's uh you know a pink panda yeah and then in response to our 2018 top 10 episode claudia b or at asianing with c said even though i guess they're top one before listening and i would have liked to see guidles we all love guidle latata in a higher position <laughs> i agree they all were fair and well thought out choices And Ricky Woodson, you already know who he is. (laughs) He's always commenting on our show. (laughs) On our SoundCloud, SoundCloud. he wrote, (laughs) Going by your rules, Paint Me by Mamamoo would be my personal favorite song that was a single with a music video. But my favorite actual song, period, of the year is MXM's Love Me Now. Or Love Me Now? Mm. That might be a typo. Sigh. So hard to choose from that album. Hence why I said earlier, they and Mamamoo just took the whole top 10 list because every song is <laughs> fire. Sigh. <laughs> there is no soul music like soul music. And listeners, I think you know that pun. He wrote soul as in S-O-U-L and then wrote soul as in S-E-O-U-L. So the K-pop cast is produced by Peter Lowe, Stephanie Parker, and Ariana Khan. Edited by Peter Lowe and Michaela J. Ramen Man runs our Instagram. Signing off. Let our listeners know where they can find you online and what would be the number one object you would use in alchemy to make your perfect spouse. You can reach me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Con. Um, I'd have to pick the chattering teeth toy. Yes. You know that you like wind up. Um, because it combines with a sense of humor and having a nice set of teeth. You can find me at DJ Peter Lowe and my perfect object would be the lips or the smile that my wife already has. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode online. Thank you, Ariana. It's been fun talking about about A-Pink and I'm so glad they're back. And we should keep saying innocent charisma over and over Innocent charisma. Confident, innocent charm. And confidence, charm. (laughs) (laughs) Good Yeah.